0: Welcome to the first United We Stand of the 2016, sorry, 17-18 season. My name's Andy Mitten and I'm sat in a bar in Huntington Beach, California. This podcast is sponsored by Red Army Bet. Check it out if you're into into gambling. Profits go back into fan projects. That's redarmybet.com. Have a look at that. I plan to do podcasts from all the pre-season games. I'm in America traveling to the games here and then I'm going to Oslo for the match, Dublin and to Skopje for the European Super Cup and that's all before the season starts so I have a very um, patient wife and I-, I thank her for that but I also have to concede it is how I earn a living doing all my various writings so I'm sat here in a bar which is full of Manchester United fans there's a Huntington Beach uh, Manchester United uh, tricolor people have been singing all the type of songs that you'd hear at Old Trafford that really clued up on fan culture. And I'm with a couple of lads. Uh, Philip and Martin. Right, well, before we start, you told me it would be 40 minutes to get here from Hollywood. It's just taken me one hour, 25 minutes. What are you on?
1: <laughs> well, to be fair... GPS does say 40 minutes, but 40 minutes in LA means 40 minutes if there's absolutely nobody there. Right,
0: but GPS on a helicopter, I'm in a car mate, I've hired a car, and I've driven here down the interstate. And, And it was quite a nice drive, you go past downtown LA, and I'm just thinking, I admire his optimism. So, how long will it take me, conservatively, to get from here to the stadium where United are playing L.A. Galaxy
1: today? Regular drive from here to the stadium is 35 minutes. So if I leave four hours, then four that hours, should be you're enough In fact, yeah, you leave right now, you're going
0: to be good. So you've got a, a Manchester Salford accent. Tell me yeah. where you're from, but you, you, you live over here now. Yeah, I
1: live here, moved here in 95. I uh, was playing playing some college football over here uh, from Swinton, right by Swinton Precinct. Yeah. Uh, season ticket holder up until the age of 16. I moved over here playing football. I came over with Salford boys. Uh, I got picked up by colleges over here, uh, I had one year of high school left back home at Moorside High School. So that's, that's where Ryan Giggs went to isn't it? Went with, gigs here, went with uh, yeah, went to school with Ryan, actually even before that junior school with Ryan and Rodri at, um, at Grosvenor Road. How old so, are you? I'm 38. Right, so yeah. did you know Ryan when you were growing up? Uh, you... Ryan was actually, my, my sister's three years older than me, she was one year below Ryan, Rodri was a year older than me, so I was closer to Rodri, we played together a little bit. Uh, did your sister some...
0: know Ryan? Actually, I better not ask her, I better
1: not. <laughs> 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 If she did, she didn't tell me. <laughs> uh,
0: so you, you're living here now, by the yep. coast, it's, it's a beautiful part of the world, and you organise the Huntington Reds, tell us about how... What happens? You watch watch
1: all the matches in this conference? Yeah, I moved moved to this area of uh, Southern California about seven or eight years ago uh, and I had a friend of mine from Swinton, uh, he came over too. uh, And obviously we needed somewhere to watch the games. I Didn't want to sit at home and watch them on our own at home in the house. Uh, And there was a little Irish bar here, Kalani, so we wandered in one day. We watched a couple of Champions League games, asked asked the bar owner to put them on. Uh, became quite friendly with the bar owner, it became our regular. And then I approached him about potentially, you know, would he be open to, the, the, you know, the, the idea of opening for all the United games, Saturday, Sunday, no matter what the time. And it kind of grew from there, to be honest. And so, bar changed hands uh, a couple of years ago. And now the new owners, uh, Cody, who is the bar manager now, fantastic guy, uh, guarantees we are open for every single game. Obviously, being on the West Coast, that means a lot of 4 a.m.s, 5.30 a.m.s. Coming in 4am yeah. 4am I mean, Are people not Just going home After a night out oh, no. Well uh, I can neither Confirm or deny That I may have Closed the bar And stayed at the couch In the back of the bar And just opened it In the morning but yes, for the most part, uh, a lot of the time we'll be in here till close, and then a couple hours rest, and then come right back and watch the match. It's a
0: brilliant atmosphere, and there's a real good mixture of people of all ages, male and female yeah. as well. And you've had some t-shirts made.
1: Yeah, we had t-shirts made through actually Steve Fisher, who comes from Canada, Manchester lad, uh, d- does them on every tour. And you know what we do is we give them to all the people who come out, and uh, you know no one makes anything; it's at cost, and it's just for so everybody. You'll know, get something from the tour. It's so a lot of these people go on every United tour across the states every time. To come out here and do several games I mean and you know I haven't been here yourself now for a little while it's not cheap ticket costs are it's, it's absolutely
0: outrageous the ticket prices a day I mean I'm going in as a journalist so I don't have to pay for that obviously but yeah. there's a cost attached but the pound has plummeted against the dollar and I've noticed a massive change last time I came here it's only a couple of years ago it was 161, yeah. it's one twenty-eight now. Yeah. I had breakfast yesterday in Hollywood. I mean that's the most pretentious statement I think I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> but I did have breakfast in Hollywood. It cost about twenty quid.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. that's Hollywood for you. It has, I think down here it'll cost you six quid. Right, okay. Yeah. And you're running some bosses up to the up to the Yeah, campus. we've got um From our group, to be honest, we had about 73, 75 people. So that's a lot of people, that's big numbers. Yeah, it's big numbers. I mean, that's basically what we'll get on a a really busy Arsenal, Liverpool, City, uh, you know, a Champions League game. We'll get those numbers in here. Um, The vast majority being locals and people we know, but it spreads. I mean, people walk past and see what's going on and they want to be a part of it. Uh, the, The best one was... We were singing a Red Army song and you know, and, and someone walked past and thought it was a communist bar. And it was just quite amusing, but it stops everybody, uh, World Cup, European Championships, we packed the bar out with everybody. Is, uh, there, a,
0: is there a Liverpool equivalent there, a Real Madrid one, a Barcelona
1: one? Th- there's not that we know, but a little bit inland there's, uh, it's called the old ship, the, the OC, OC Hooligans, Chelsea fan club, uh, OC Gooners, they, they're actually in the same pub. Uh, and I think Liverpool actually just opened somewhere in Long Beach and doing a little bit of something. Nothing like this. Um, even if you go up to LA, it's nothing like this. I mean, we get a really good crowd, uh, big, big group of people, and as I was telling you before, tour time, people from all over, certainly all over the States, all over Canada, Brits coming in town know about us when they come here and we, we convene here and then go to the games. Do you miss Salford? Absolutely. I mean, I miss it, I miss it badly. It's, um, it's hard to be away. Um, but you know, I go back once a year for two or three weeks, catch three or four games every time I go back, see all my friends and uh, see my family. Obviously, I'm here on my own. I came here when I was 16 on my own. Um, I miss it, but you know, it's almost to the point where this is, this is home now. I've made my life here. But yeah, you, you can't beat a game at home. That's why we try to recreate it here as much as we physically can in the pub. And as you see, we've got a great group of guys and a great atmosphere.
0: And you do the Beyond the Pitch podcast with yeah. Philip. Philip, what, what's your story? Where are you from?
2: From Belfast, Andy. So born and raised there. Moved out here in early 2000s. And uh, Martin used to coach my wee boy. So, uh, you know, we just got together and started doing this. Football. I was doing Beyond the Pitch before, man, Martin. And then just sort of evolved into, uh where Martin we got involved, and in being two United fans, and he's plenty knowledge on the game, it was the right thing to do.
0: And then you moved
2: over here, and
0: before you moved over, you go over to Old Trafford from Belfast. Yes, where where yes, are you from yes, in Belfast?
2: Yes. North Belfast, so um, we would go over to uh, my first magical Trafford I'm from Ardoyne. Ardoyne, my dad's from Ardoyne, I'm not really. I went to Cliftonville there in Ardoyne, aren't I? Right by there. I grew up right beside there, so uh, that's a bit. The waterworks,
0: yes, I learned all well. about it. And when I went there, I went with a completely open mind. Um, I-, I learned that if you're from one part of the community, it's perhaps not nice. a good idea to cross over That's that right. street and go to the left or right up That's there. Okay. And, and very interesting, I did a piece on Cliftonville against Linfield and spokespeople people from all sides of the community. Yeah. You know, and it, very, very interesting, that part of the world. Yeah, and, um, I
2: grew up. Uh, so uh, right where you're talking about is right where I grew up. So um, you know, it's massive in Ireland, Belfast it's a massive rubber football club and uh my first match in old trafford i was 16. went over to old trafford to watch united and arsenal 1h when Newcastle chipped schmerkel off a bar of his head and then steve bruce equalized and i'll never forget the first time i walked inside old trafford to see the stadium the grass everything it was just incredible so uh and we go over two times a year a supporters club would get tickets so it's something that t- Growing up in Belfast was difficult, I was born in the 70s, so United was always something that was something that united both communities and um, was a positive distraction from everything, you know.
0: I went with uh, Gary Neville to Belfast in, in January and we spoke to people from all sides of the community and some of the stories were, were fascinating and we went up the falls and down the Shankill and spoke to people from, from, from one old lad came up from Derry, It was really, really, really um, interesting so you're doing the the podcast now tell us about the the podcast is it just in English
2: football or is it European football as well no so we have Spanish language content we have MLS content we do European football La Liga German football Italian football (laughs) English football but um it's broadcast on NBC Sports so we have a partnership with NBC Sports Uh, we do other collaborations with other like the football teams and stuff and um so it's a quite well-distributed podcast, and, uh, like I said... again, now.
0: And then you interviewed Lukaku the other day. Yes. Tell me how that came about. What did you do?
2: So we got in touch with uh, Rayola's lawyer, Rafael Pimenta, and she set it up for us, so she asked us to come down and interview him. And initially, we were supposed to interview him at his house, but the tests went, took too long, so they asked us to do it at the hospital which is why the audio quality is a bit ropey on it because we just had to do it last minute but when we get a chance to do something like that we'll have to take it because it's too big and so it was great I interviewed him before 2011 when he was at Anderrex so uh it was good to get to do it again and, it was and what's he like? Lukaku what's he like? I know he's big he like you know, He's an absolute gentleman I brought my 10 year old son with me and he was brilliant with him first and uh I know a lot of players go through the the, um, cliched interviews to let it be at this football club, but I honestly felt he meant it, I honestly felt that he was so happy to be a United player, to be making that move, and how much Mourinho was a part of that move for him, and uh, so he was a gentleman, class guy.
3: Uh, Adam, where are you from? I'm from here in California.
0: And you're a United fan, you used to watch the games, and you're shaking your
3: head here when I'm asking you. You're a United fan, yeah? Oh, yeah, it's only came my support. Why? Why? Um, it started with Tim Howard, but then I, I, as, as I learned more about the club, Scholes, Kiggs, one, one, you know, uh, one-team players, Ferguson, we don't have that a lot here in American sports, and I kind of fell in love with that. And the fact that there's such loyalty, and that the more I learned about it, the more it appealed to me, because... I'm the type of person, I, I don't follow trends. I just, I, I, I find a team and I support them to the day I die, no matter how bad or, or good things go. And and United was it for me. And it's it's been that way ever since. And, I mean, there's not, I mean, I would... I'd give anything for this club. I've traveled to England just purely to go to Old Trafford and everything. And
0: you used to watch games, or still do in, in Hamosa Beach, which is where George Best had a bar, yeah, no? The
3: bestie's old bar, and then I stopped watching because they got bought out by new ownership, and they stopped showing games live. So, and then I ended up here because uh, I, I worked with uh, one of my friends is from uh, from England. He said, "Hey, come check this place out." and I found this place, and it's 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 what I had it. At uh, Hermosa Beach before they stopped showing the games live. And so how long does it take you to drive down here then? Well, I live here now, so Right, right so not very long. But no, but before then it was uh, probably an hour, and I, I, I would I would leave at three in the morning to get here for the four thirty games when I lived in near Hermosa Beach. So a one hour drive. What this is about one mile in LA traffic <laughs> from there. No, not not this time. No, not at
0: this time. But how are the three of you feeling about Manchester United this season? We're about to watch the first pre-season friendly. I sense an optimism, but I think every football fan tends to be optimistic this time of year. Certainly were this time last year. I think fans are more circumspect than a year ago. 90% of United fans we polled thought that the team would finish first or second. They're far more cautious now. We finished sixth last year, we drew more games than we won at Old Trafford. How are you feeling about it?
2: I think Lukaku is going to make a big difference to the games that United drew last season.
0: Didn't Ibra make a big difference?
2: No, to me, Ibra made a big difference, but I think the difference that Lukaku will make is, if you look at his record for Everton, he scores goals against the teams United found it difficult against last season, which brings me optimism, but it's cautious optimism. I mean, I think Mourinho's obviously making progress with the team. But I don't think he's going to get away with next season with the pragmatism that he played with last season. United are going to have to play much more exciting football. Fans understood why he did that, and it was still an improvement on Van Hal, But I think that's something that must improve next season. We have to see a United that resembles Manchester United. So, yeah, I agree with all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, you know. I think what we see in the, in the Lukaku signing really is, you know with Ibra you know it's a little bit static you know more of a target man pop it in he'll hold it wait wait for the you know wait for that midfield to join him um, I think a lot of the United fans you know the the idea of Rashford playing down the middle was that the excitement that the you know you had the option of playing in behind playing on the shoulder of that defender and the you know there was a threat in behind and I think Lukaku takes both those boxes you know he can come short he can gather he can play the target man but he's also got the pace and the strength to get in behind so I um, I'm going to be interested to see how we set up I I don't think we can play the same style we did last year with Lukaku in the nine Um, obviously with his strength being playing on the shoulder and getting him behind I would expect to see a slightly more exciting style of football but at the end of the day it's still Jose Mourinho he's still going to be cautious he's still going to be set up not to lose um, which proved last season we were very very difficult to beat Um, he's addressed the issues so far two of the issues that we know we needed to address centre half and a number nine Uh, for me we still need that world class holding midfielder whether it be a Fabinho um, whether it be Matic who was a little bit non-committal on at the press conference um you know, if it is Matic, he's worked with him before. He knows what we're going to get. He's a winner. He's won with him. i would be okay. I, with
0: think, that. I think he wants him. He's just respectful that he's contracted to Chelsea. Ab-
1: absolutely, and I think the, the fact that he's been left out of the or, or decided to stay behind. I think that kind of tells a story that he's not going to be with the squad. Um, I, I'd be happy with that. Uh, I just want to see a slightly more exciting style, but I wouldn't expect to see you know the, the, the up and down style and the, and the openness and expansiveness on, uh, that was on the Fergie.
3: It's not going to happen. The thing I'm actually most excited about is the fact that Pogba and Lukaku are best friends. I think that sort of bond that they have should probably show on the pitch at some point, point. and that's something that, you know, I don't know if we missed it last year, but because um, obviously Zlatan did the job and he scored a number of goals, but seeing those two together on the field, I think there should be there's there's some value that's not um, that hasn't been captured. You know, we we paid 75 million pounds for him but that on the pitch the, and that familiarity as being friends and you know on the same page is something that I'm looking forward to seeing and seeing how that plays out Prediction where are you are not going to finish this season in the league? I, I think given the signs we had and everything that's going on I think I, wa- I want to say that Just I, say one to six or outside the top six
1: I'm, a, I'm an American I'm an optimist we win it Win the league? You gotta say it. if we don't win it, we've absolutely got to be challenging. Top two for me. Hello.
0: Where we United finish the season? Third. Sure. Thanks for your time, lads. I'm really impressed by the setup you've got here. I love the songs going on in the background. Loads of classic old songs. I love the T-shirts you've made with the '70s fonts as well. I hope your Sports club goes from strength to strength, and that you have a great day today. Thanks, thanks,
4: I've just
0: arrived at the StubHub Center, um, south of the center of Los Angeles. It's a very pleasant, hot summer's afternoon. The stadium's quite small, it holds about 20,000 people. And it's quite low-key, and I've just walked around the back of the stand and seen a group of
5: of Galaxy fans. What's your name, mate, and where are you from? Uh, My name is uh, Jonathan Suarez. Uh, I live around here in LA County, which is uh, just about 45 minutes away from the stadium. Could you tell people listening to this
0: Manchester United fans a little bit about Galaxy how things are going how the supports going
5: how the club's growing You know what I believe that right now the club itself is growing it's uh from several years ago it wasn't too big of a uh, team there wasn't too many fans that were here uh just the uh, the MLS which is all the whole US soccer uh it is growing by itself we're getting the bigger players uh we're getting a lot more fans we have the galaxy itself has three supporter sections and what are they called uh we have both we have all the the acb which is the angel city brigade we have the galaxians and we have the uh lars which is the la riot squad and yeah both all all teams are up uh screaming shouting uh giving it all all 90 minutes what's the difference between the three groups you know what um i know the Galaxians were the first, uh, the first supporter group that started. Um, between them, I mean, we all support the same team. We all stay together, although we just—I uh, would say—the main difference is uh, the the time that they're spending on uh, cheering, standing, and uh, ACB, which is a group that I participate in, is all 90 minutes. Uh, we're going hard, singing, and being uh, participating. Where some groups like more of. Enjoying the game, sitting down and analyzing it, and looking through it. Where'd you take your influences from your fan group? You know what, my fan, uh, well, myself, I've, I would say from being here and also, I mean, spending some time in Mexico, we always like uh, enjoyed soccer or football, as you guys call it, and it's always been a big part of us growing up. Where do you attract your support from in
0: Los Angeles? Are there certain geographic areas, or is it all over the metropolitan area?
5: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's all all over. So as soon as you get into a uh, school, you get introduced to it. Uh, soccer, football. It's a it's a big part of it. It's a it, it's a lot of people. Uh, you grow up with it. Your your whole family talks about it, and it's something that they push you to to enjoy or uh, to watch. And and it's definitely a very uh, I would say it's between everyone. What's the media coverage like here? media coverage for galaxy. for galaxy in comparison with other sports because soccer is not the biggest sport it's yet. not uh here uh, around here i mean it's not as big as uh, other countries uh especially the mls so right here uh football american football which is a whole different sport it's probably what gets the most coverage basketball does as well uh soccer doesn't get as much but it's growing definitely growing and i, would, I feel like in several years it will be up there with the rest of the sports who are your biggest rivals uh i would say right now our biggest fuck that rivals- jose uh, our biggest rivals are uh, San, Jose. San Jose, which is only because uh, it, it's the o- other team that's in California. Uh, we have two, th- uh, three teams that we're going to have actually, which is going to be Sacramento, San Jose and LA. Uh, San, uh, San Jose is the ones that we have right now. And I would say between them and Seattle are our biggest rivals. When you play in Seattle or, or San Jose. Would you
0: take any travelling fans? I know that San Jose is probably a six or seven hour drive, and Seattle's oh, probably
5: yeah. an eighteen hour. The, drive. We, we all get on a bus. We, uh, we travel there. We get a uh, keg in the bus, and we all get over there. It's not. Yeah, it's a six uh, around six hours to get there. But no, we we'll definitely uh, take the weekend off, make the drive, and have a good time. We always support our team, no matter where they go. Is there ever any trouble between rival fans? No, you know what? Uh, I would. Say no, I don't think so. Uh, sometimes it does get a little. I mean, everybody's competitive, and it starts getting a little bit aggressive. It certainly uh, once people uh, definitely when they start drinking, they try to get a little aggressive, start maybe starting fights. But it's never too too bad where where fights actually start and it gets ongoing. Nothing like that here. Um, David Beckham played there. Stephen Gerrard, um, Robbie Keane.
0: Anyone else? The the big imported footballers who's done who's
5: done the best out of those and have any disappointed (laughs) i mean i feel like by disappointment you're like referring to uh steven gerrard which i don't i don't believe he was a disappointment i mean he definitely i honestly
0: have no idea how he did here just because i'm from from manchester no i understand all right
5: so yeah we did uh david beckham did great he was a great player uh that what a lot of i hear from a lot of people that from a lot of other leagues they say that they just get the older players uh, people that are already right about to retire and they uh, hire them over here to play for MLS and it has been sometimes like that like I mean we got Frank Lampard Kaká and players like that and it, I don't think it's that like that that like they're old but uh, David Beckham did great out here to, we won trophies with him like uh, Lampard yeah Frank, I mean Frank Lampard I mean came from Chelsea great player I lo- uh, Personally, he's one of my uh, greatest uh, players to see, and I, th- I think he did great. Uh, he was, he was—I mean, out in Chelsea, he was—he was a legend. But and Robbie Keane here, How did Robbie he Keane, absolutely great. Uh, He—I mean, 2014, he—that was, was one of my best seasons to watch him. Uh, he, that's when the Galaxy last won their cup, and he was scoring almost every game. He was, how much are tickets to watch galaxy how much is a season ticket because tickets for tonight's friendly quite expensive they are expensive uh, i have season tickets with la galaxy they're not expensive you end up paying about uh if you buy season tickets you end up paying about 14 dollars per game that's really good yeah what's the
0: average crowd
5: you know what i don't know about the average cat crowd i don't know how many even they sit here but uh the stadium always fills up. Yeah, so it's just short of 20000 Thank you for your time. You're welcome, sir. How do you think you're going to do against Manchester United? Uh, we're not expecting to win, <laughs> uh, but definitely expecting to see a good game and good, a good, uh, good control. Good, just uh, expect it to be, to be fun to watch.
0: We appreciate the partners who help fund this website so that you can listen to it for free. And we have a new one, Harry's. Harry's is an American company, and I received a package from them a couple of weeks ago. Quite a cool package with a razor inside and some shaving cream, and you can receive the same one for just £2.95. Here's the story. Two best friends, Jeff and Andy, were fed up with being overcharged for razors. They did the research and found out there's no real reason for razors to cost so much. So they started their own razor company, that's Harry's, four years ago. And since then they've been making shaving better so they say for over three million men in america they just launched in the uk now and they they thought that there's only one way to ensure quality in shaving and they wanted to cut out some of the costs which had made the blades so expensive so they bought a factory with a hundred years of blade making experience and by controlling that blade making process they take less profit and pass those savings directly onto the people buying the blades so the result is a a decent shave, at a, a very decent price. So for two pound ninety-five, you can get a trial set which includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip. You get some foam gel. Um, it's fine to me. My wife liked the smell of it. It just seemed like normal shave gel if I'm honest. Uh, a travel blade cover and it comes in a decent box. It's usually £11.50, but you can get it for £2.95. Uh, you, to get started and claim your trial set, you need to go to harrys.com forward slash united. That's harrys.com forward slash united. And I think it's definitely worth doing for 2 95 If you like it, carry on. And they'll deliver the blades to you as often or as infrequently as you want. So no more piss-balling about in supermarkets asking people to unlock cases with expensive razor blades in them. I'd give it a try, £2.95, well less than a cost of, of a pint and then they deliver them uh, to your house. I think it's a decent idea.
4: Absolutely, he probably knows most of the answers. There's a, <laughs> an hour and a half
0: to kick off and I'm in lot 10 of the StubHub Centre and lots of the Manchester United fans are doing a thing which I, I think is called tailgating. I'll soon be corrected if, if I'm wrong here. Yeah, okay. um,
4: I'm outside a, a sizeable vehicle. What's your vehicle, sir? This is a Nissan Titan. Okay, and what's your name? My name's Ryan Ibarra. And where are you from, Ryan? From San Diego. And Ocean Beach California. Okay, and who you were here with? I'm here with my son Shane and my wife Debbie You've all got Manchester United shirts on. Yes, sir. Why do you support Manchester United? It's been the team we've gone after ever since he started playing soccer seriously and when I was younger too with George Best back in the day when we lived in Hermosa Beach and we used to actually go to Besties, which was his bar in Hermosa Beach we met him a couple times and Then once he was born and started playing soccer we just that's the team we always followed and Rooney was always my favorite player for sure sad to see him go but I guess he went back to where he's from that's where he started out and he's just always followed him too so now he teaches me everything there is to know about Manchester United he keeps up on it because he plays competitive soccer now club soccer high school level soccer and hopefully college soon so He's the one that's well-educated with all the stuff going on right now. So I'll ask you then about what's going on right now. First of all, how do you watch
0: United? How do you see the games? Do you wake up early to watch them on TV?
6: We used to watch them on TV, but now we just live stream them Mm. from Amazon. So yeah, I wake up early sometimes. How does live streaming from Amazon work? Uh, A little slow, frustrating sometimes. Uh,
0: But but it's live or you- It is live. Okay, so even at four o'clock in the morning? Yeah, You'd, sometime.
6: Yeah. Not that early sometime. We record it also. Okay,
0: so you can record mm-hmm. it and as soon as you wake up, you can watch it Yep, on Amazon. Yes. And Amazon have paid for rights to broadcast in the United States.
4: Well, it's the Amazon Fire Stick, which you have okay. to hack. And so, I guess. Oh,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't worry, they do this thing in Great Britain as well. Yeah, I mean, this, and, this, and it's, um, cable the,
4: prices are so outrageous anyway. I mean, you should be able to watch stuff. It's hard C- cable. to be able to get, and yeah. we have to go to bars to watch it at live, and he can't go. Yeah. So we, there's a lot of bars in San Diego. They don't serve alcohol after two in the morning, but they open yeah. sometimes at three or four in the morning to show. And there's certain bars which represent certain clubs. Yeah,
0: I've you just know, been like, in one in Huntington Beach. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, and you're right about cable prices. I've just cut my sky tv cable yeah. for the first time right and sky is one of the
4: ones we go to on
0: the yeah, fire stick so yeah. we can watch the games i just thought they're putting the prices up year after oh, year it's unbe- they're not telling you it's unbelievable and, and i thought i'm barely watching it because because yeah. i'm actually at the match right in most cases which yeah. i know is not normal for a lot of people but right. those were my those were my um my
4: circumstances i but, wish it was more affordable here too because even yeah. to a galaxy game because our friends that are from manchester are coming here and they said they would go to games for ten twenty dollars sometimes yeah. And we go to a football game and or American football, and that's a hundred dollar ticket. Yeah. Even the Galaxy is what fifty or sixty dollars yeah. for a ticket, yeah. so we need it to be more for the common man. But it's
0: for season tickets. It's quite cheap here. I've just been speaking yeah, to some yeah, people. Yeah, season if you tickets. Come in all the time. But
4: we're from San Diego, which so we are trying to get an MLS team. Mm. But our other option is we can go just south of the border to Tijuana, yeah. who has a they won their league a couple of years ago. Have you ever done that? we haven't yet yeah. it's a little scary in Tijuana yeah. right now Yeah, they've had I think I just read in the paper yesterday there's been a 1, thousand twelve hundred murders this yeah. year alone and it's only six months in it
0: was a little scary when I went cartel thing. in 1998 yeah. and that was when it wasn't perceived to be scary right. so I've
6: read a lot about it yeah.
0: about it now um, so how, how are you feeling about this season
6: I'm um, looking forward to it the new signings are going to be exciting again which
0: position do you think United will finish in this
6: year I want to say top four this year can't say which but top four is what we're going for yeah
0: that's realistic is it this year you think is the man
6: i feel like he is yeah he's won a lot of titles in the second season so we'll have to see and
0: of your friends do they like soccer do they like american football do they like baseball basketball there's lots of more popular sports here isn't
6: there? there is but i've based my friends off of who play with me so there you go I do
0: you play. know there's a former man united player lives in san diego who played 51 times for the club do not he's called billy Garten from salford and he manages a team called i'm gonna get it wrong but he lives in del rey del mar del mar del mar, del mar. Oh, the surf the, del yeah. mar surf
4: but billy's is a good guy yeah and, and yeah. his sons that's his one sons of the premier clubs in yeah. san diego is surf
0: are you a soccer mom yes <laughs> um, I hear a lot about soccer moms in this country, less so in the UK. What is a soccer mom?
6: We manage the team, we carpool to practices and games, and um, yeah, that's about it.
0: So, you, you're supporting your son? Yes. Logistically?
6: Yes. And there. emotionally?
0: Yes. And, and financially?
6: Yes, very much so. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you've got a Manchester United shirt on. I assume you call yourself a United fan. But Who yeah, are your favorite sure. players?
6: I love good soccer, and this is his old jersey. Um, I, I just love watching great games, so that's why I'm here.
0: There's not been so many great United games in the last couple of years, has there? Are you more optimistic about the future under Jose Mourinho? Sure, yeah, absolutely. You think he's a man?
6: Yeah.
0: Tell me what tailgating is, which is what what you're doing now.
6: So you yes. put well, the tail of your truck, yeah? You put right? the so tailgate You put your, down. your
0: boot down. Yeah. I mean, this is like a mini truck. It's massive. <laughs> it's, to, it's over well, I drive two a meters fire high. For a living, so. you're, you're a fireman, yeah, okay? So I have to have something similar to so so, feel normal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you put it down you've got a seat in the back and then you've got an
4: ice cooler yep and then you've got drinks yep and food
6: and food And you
4: guys are used to walking to the games because it's all part of your little community but we don't have that and we have to come to a parking lot and you have to stay within your stall so that's why it just became famous with American football you can, you're allowed to just stay within your stall. You can't take up another one. You put the tailgate down, and it's tailgating. Thank you. And then yeah. you,
0: you communicate yeah. with all the tailgate. And that's and, uh, some of the
4: good fires I've been to. Is people yeah. put their barbecue in the car after they're done.
0: Yeah.
4: And it catches on fire. Really? Amazing. Yeah. There's not the smartest people come to these all the time. So as you know. <laughs> Thank you for your time, all yeah. of you. I hope you
0: um, enjoyed a game here and, and keep supporting Manchester United. Absolutely. One word answer to this: Where will United finish? This season in the Premier League. Which position? Third. Second. First. Woo! Take care now. I'm all gonna right. head over to Take the stadium. Bye bye. There's 14 minutes left and Manchester United winning 5-0. It really has been very easy. Both teams changed all of their players at half time. United were three up at half time. Um, I think four of the goals have come from United players pressing and winning possession and then setting up Marcus Rashford scored, scored um, two in the first half before going off. I thought he looked sharp. He bulked out a little bit. Uh, Romney lula came on at half-time for his debut, he's missed a couple of chances, but big, big lad. And United's passing is just so much better than LA Galaxy's. In the first half, they played a very young, inexperienced team. I'm told they've got some injuries I can't profess to watch LA Galaxy every week. Ashley Cole's out on the, on the pitch now for them. And Giovanni Dos Santos is a guy I've interviewed a few times.
6: 25,000.
0: Maybe you heard that, that was the attendance being announced. 25,667. The overwhelming majority of Manchester United fans paying upwards of $90 a ticket. So it's very expensive, but as we heard from the Galaxy fans before the game, if you buy a season ticket, it's actually quite good value. It's a beautifully warm night here, and I'm sat next to Scott French from the American Armour 442 magazine he watches Galaxy all at the time Scott what are attitudes like to Manchester United coming here why are no Galaxy fans here
7: well, I think that you may have some Galaxy fans here who are wearing Manchester United stuff too. Okay. Uh, I mean, there, there's a, there are a lot of Manchester United fans in Los Angeles, and this is a special event for them. Whereas the Galaxy fans, they get to see their team all the time, and this has not been the best year for the Galaxy. This isn't the best Galaxy team, and perhaps they did not want to see uh, them get their butts kicked as badly as they are seeing.
0: Well, it was not quite as bad at the moment as the last time the two teams met. In 2014, United put seven past Galaxy on Ander Herrera's debut. That was over in in Pasadena. This is a a much smaller stadium, but it feels like home for LA Galaxy. And apart from this bad result in a a pretty meaningless, friendly game, the club seem to be establishing, doing well, growing. I can see they're expanding the stadium more. The players who've come over here, some of them from England, they've largely been a success. it, there seems to be more positives than negatives. Is that fair?
7: Yeah, I think so. I, I think the Galaxy are coming off of a decade, and especially uh, from 2009 through last year, are really the really golden era of this club's history, uh, which coincides with Bruce Arena's tenure as manager. Uh, in that time had uh, and they just scored <laughs> they did just score, but you know in that time it was when they had david beckham landon donovan robbie Keane, some really important players for them right now it's really a, a team in transition and and uh you know this is a young team uh a team that's really kind of building for the future and this year it's this is your, really a rebuilding year for them you mentioned
0: um, beckham he's here tonight he's sat next to jovan karowski who's a the sporting director here, I think, and he was a former youth player at Manchester United. People speak very well of him at at the club. Um, Beckham, when I spoke to people here, seems to have taken it very seriously when he came here and been a resounding success. When his face appeared on the scoreboard earlier, well, it was United fans cheering him,
7: but the Galaxy fans seem to really like him too. Oh, absolutely. Beckham, I think, is definitely a Galaxy legend and... uh, his number is going to be shown in the stadium at uh, at some point. He's uh, he's one of the most important players ever to play for the Galaxy. And uh, uh, when you think about him beyond the playing field himself, he's easily the most important player who ever played in Major League Soccer. So, the crowd crowd is singing now for Giovanni dos Santos.
0: Only three years ago, I took a train down the coast from Barcelona to Villarreal to meet Mr Dos Santos, and um, I just asked to interview him, he said yes straight away, really nice guy, ended up telling me how he treated himself to burritos on two, two days of the year when he went back to Mexico, and he's had a very strange career trajectory because he broke into Barcelona's first team, then he went to Tottenham, didn't work out there, was sent on loan to Ipswich Town, actually did well at Villarreal, and, and now he's in LA. With a huge Mexican community, I imagine he feels quite at home here. But he's how, he 20, how old? is He now? 20?
7: 27, 28, yeah. or so. He's he's right in his prime. Yeah.
0: He wouldn't have said that he would be here when he broke through uh, when he's still a teenager. The next Messi, one of many um, at, at Barcelona, but he's done well here, Geo, has
7: he? He has, and I, I think one of the reasons is you know he's always been a player who has great quality but is inconsistent and uh, at times will disappear. He's also hasn't necessarily gotten as much first-team time at the other clubs as he may have wanted. It's, it's been spotty at times. And so this is the first club where he's really been a first-choice player at all times. But he's the most important player for the galaxy in terms of uh, what the public wants, because this really is a Mexican city, and he is the Mexican star here. The only Mexican player I can think of who's probably bigger in this city right now is uh, Chicharito.
0: Javier Hernandez. Yeah, and he. This was a city where Manchester United scouted Hernandez, playing for Mexico against New Zealand. Was that game? S- no, this. They sent a scout here, undercover, and he did really well in front of ninety-one thousand, I think, yep. as I remember writing it. I'm a little bit confused now because the vast majority of the fans here are now cheering
7: when Galaxy attack, and yet they're wearing red. Are they supporting both teams? You know. I think they might be. I, I think there's also a feeling that you know five nothing, a little bit embarrassing, especially oh, after the seven nothing, and especially after how how class they were in the first half. This second half team for the Galaxy has been much better because this is a better a better group of players. But yeah, I, I I think you know, hey, Man United can can win big and can really impress. But that the Galaxy have a little bit of success, hey, you know that's nice. Finally, Scott, what have you made
0: of Manchester United? Which players have impressed? What have you made of the general play in this first preseason game?
7: You know, they just play at a level that we don't see in this country in, in MLS. They're, they're just so precise with their passing. They are so fast in transition. As soon as they get the ball, they explode into attack. And that's what, what really impresses me because we don't see that a lot in, in, in MLS. Even though MLS is a pretty fast-paced league, Maybe not quite EPL fast, but faster than the vast majority of leagues out there. It's a very physical athletic league. We don't see this kind of precision. And that's what's impressed me the most. Players all over the place have impressed me. I mean Rashford was was great at I, I, I can't believe he's a teenager. Yeah. And uh and, and I, I'm still struggling to pronounce his name, but uh, Mik- Mik- Henrik Henry- Mkhitaryan, is uh, Armenian, he's fast isn't you know, he? He is, with the ball, I mean he's, he seems to be as fast with the ball as he is without it and that is so impressive, uh, but not just the speed and the ability to keep the ball at his feet with it, but then what he can do at the end of that sprint and that's just so impressive.
0: It's been a pleasure talking to you, there's only 6 minutes left to go now. Um, I think I can say with pretty much certainty that Manchester United have won their (laughs) first pre-season friendly. Um, I'll be doing the next podcast from Salt Lake City, where Manchester United play on Monday. I hope to speak to the same variety of people. I'm going to speak to a couple of the players after the game here in Los Angeles. Uh, That's not for the podcast, but for some of my other journalism work. As I speak, Lukaku... Now It's with Martial running forward. Martial just put the ball wide. Martial's one of the players, I think, who needs to score more goals this season. So, I will be back and probably going to do
4: a couple more videos as well, little video diaries. So, look on my
0: Twitter at Andy Mitton. There's links on there. If you've got any questions for me while I'm on tour, please put them to me. And watch the video diaries. Uh, I did one on Sunday from, from Los Angeles. And I'll probably do one as well from, from, from Salt Lake. Until then, and thanks for listening and goodbye.